Section twenty three of Criminal Investigation, Volume One. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Avai in May two thousand fifteen. Criminal Investigation A Practical Handbook for Magistrates, Police Officers, and Lawyers, Volume One by hans cross translated by john adam and john collier adam chapter three inspection of localities continued section four search for hidden objects if one desired to call attention to every place where objects bearing in some manner upon a case might be found hidden a list would have to be drawn up of all objects situated either in houses or in the open air and large enough to shelter a corpus delicti there is little probability of finding anything of importance if the attention be confined to safes almirahs beds boxes stoves or chimneys absolutely everything must be examined for there is no place where important objects cannot be hidden the following for example are a few of the hiding places discovered by the author or his friends the horsehair stuffing of a sofa a bird cage the space between the back of a picture and its protecting board the hole of an old key the manger in a stable a pot in which soup was actually boiling on the fire it contained twenty-eight gold coins a prayer-book old boots a dog-kennel the space between two upright millstones wine-barrels a spectacle-case a pill-box old newspapers a cuckoo clock a baby's clothes and on one occasion the criminal himself was discovered in a dung-heap a small opening having been made to give him air in the side nearest to the stable wall in india weapons and even other objects are constantly concealed in the thatch of houses or sheds jewelry and small portable objects are buried either tied up in a cloth or in an earthenware pot in rice or grain heaps and in wells in one case where a large number of documents in value about fifty thousand rupees were stolen solely for spite it is understood that they were boiled to pulp in the cauldron used for boiling the cattle food and were then run off through the town drain moreover the accused himself must always be carefully searched this the investigating officer often neglects to do either out of regard for the accused or from timidity or some other motive certainly search is a great affront to the liberty of the subject and such a measure should only be resorted to after mature consideration and in the last extremity but if resolved on it must be carried out energetically and not only the house but the man himself must be searched in the great majority of cases the hidden object will be found upon him for every one is naturally inclined to carry on his person suspicious or dangerous objects just as he is wont to carry objects of value believing they are more secure the task is greatly facilitated if it is known what is to be searched for for then many places where it cannot be hidden may be excluded 
unfortunately the objects searched for are often small and easy to hide such as money jewels papers poison such things can be hidden almost anywhere the presence of the accused may render the task easier for his face and glances often indicate to a keen observer whether the search is in a likely place or not whether the searcher is hot or cold if objects of some size are sought for and it is ascertained that they are not hidden in places easy to be got at they must be looked for in the structure of the building itself but as it is scarcely ever practicable to make a thorough search by demolishing the building the investigating officer may employ certain artifices of the simplest kind and keep his eyes well open suppose that the objects have been walled up it is useless to take into account those parts of the wall which can be easily seen for it is scarcely probable that anything is hidden there at least when there is no reason to suppose that the plaster has had time to dry as a rule the walling up is behind mirrors or boxes or in cellars and the place may be recognized by the freshness or inequality of the plastering if the place is not found thus and there is still room to believe that the objects are hidden in the walls there is nothing else to be done but to knock and tap the walls and listen for the hollow sound indicating a cavity noting whence such sound is produced this work is really quicker to execute than might be supposed the search for a hiding place under a wooden floor is more difficult and as the floor cannot be completely taken up indications of a recent disturbance must be sought and such indications do as a rule exist in an ordinary plank the heads of the nails driven into the boards must be examined when the floor is first constructed the nails holding the planks to the cross beams are driven in as far as possible so that the heads of the nails are a little below the surface of the floor to prevent the feet from catching upon them this being the case it is difficult to pull out the nails especially if the floor has been often scrubbed and the nails have become somewhat rusted with the wet when the nails holding so tenaciously to the floor it is impossible to extract them without damaging the wood round them and traces of such damage cannot be effaced if therefore the wood round the nails appears to be bruised or damaged in any way it can with certainty be presumed that something is hidden in that place it is useless to lift the planks where no such indications are to be seen a very frequent case especially in india is where something has been buried in an earthen or mud floor here water should be poured in fairly large quantities on the suspected surface the place where the water filters through more rapidly than elsewhere and where at the same time bubbles make their appearance is the place where the soil is broken and where digging has been recently carried on it is the same when the covering is of bricks flagstones or such like in time a quantity of dust or sand gathers between them which by its own weight and humidity forms a kind of firm cement if then water be thrown over this paving it sinks in but slowly being as it were drunk up little by little 
but if the flagstones etc have recently been taken up and laid down again and the interstices have been filled up by sweeping in sand or dust which does not as yet hold together like cement the water will penetrate very rapidly and air bubbles be seen mounting to the surface it is always difficult to carry on such searches in the open air the large expanse of space hinders methodical procedure and success must often depend on luck there is one possible expedient when the object is to discover a corpse to make use of a good bloodhound but it is useless to take the first setter or bloodhound that comes along few dogs have a good enough scent if the investigating officer needs help in such cases it will be of little good to him to issue an order for a hunting dog for he is pretty sure not to get one of any use in this case again as we have said before preparation for war must be made in time of peace this is the most necessary since helps of this kind are often met with when not looked for while generally not to be found on the spot when they are wanted and where owing to the nature of the case one might have hoped to find them a tanner was the owner of quite a common watch-dog having absolutely no resemblance to a hunting-dog but which out of pure voracity could even from a great distance send out any carrion the local sportsmen used to borrow him after each shoot to look for the game killed which had been undiscovered by the dogs the tanner's dog would find anything animal alive or dead and he would pull up just as quickly before a recently killed deer and the body of a cat dead long since but he would find both one day when they were seeking the body of an idiot who had disappeared and who was suspected of having been murdered by his brother-in-law this dog discovered the body a long way off in a wood at that moment it was yet possible to establish that the idiot had succumbed to an attack of epilepsy but some days later a post-mortem would have been unable to prove that no violence had been used and the brother-in-law would have gone through life with the suspicion of murder hanging over him but this matter can also be managed in a systematic way in paris where every year an astonishing number of people disappear especially children the police keep dogs which are trained like the bloodhounds of cuba where they used to be employed for tracking fugitive slaves in such cases some clothes etc belonging to the person to be caught are placed to the nose of the dog which is then brought on the trail if this trail is fairly fresh the dog will follow it without caring for the hundreds of other trails crossing the right one until the fugitive is reached a short time ago a dog was mentioned in a paris paper as having succeeded in finding for the police its twenty-fifth lost child if we compare this with the splendid results of the austrian and german war dogs it must be allowed that dogs can help us in many cases we do not claim that the state should keep official dogs of this kind but if a policeman or any other official should show special interest in training dogs for this purpose government should give him some assistance here we may also repeat that it is very helpful to study nature we have mentioned that a considerable number of murdered people are buried in rather deserted places especially in the jungle 
a great number of these are often dug out by jackals and other animals who easily scent out such spots when a corpse is not completely covered it is of course easy for dogs or even men to find it in the province of west prussia in the summer of eighteen sixty seven two murder cases were discovered through the murdered bodies having been uncovered by foxes moreover crows ravens kites and above all vultures etc will at once collect and so it is not unprofitable to watch for this sign the body of a murdered woman was once found in the following way the teachers of the surrounding schools told the children to report as soon as they saw many crows ravens etc gathering anywhere some of them made such a report with the successful result that the murdered person was traced a most instructive incident arose during the search of a dwelling-house a poacher had fired upon a gamekeeper who thought he recognized his assailant the house of the suspected person was searched the principal object sought for being the gun the search was carried out with the greatest care the house being turned out from top to bottom but no trace of gun or ammunition was to be found and the inquiry was declared closed during the search a heavy rainstorm came on and the search party remained in the house waiting for it to stop the house in question was built like most peasant houses it had a ground floor divided by a corridor at one end of which was the front door and at the other the back door while the doors of the kitchen and living rooms opened on to it the front and back doors except in winter remained open all day it was in this corridor the search party awaited the end of the storm the rain coming down heavier and heavier and beginning to come in at the front door they shut the latter and there they found hanging on the inside of the door which had up till that time been leaning against the wall the gun and a pouch containing powder and shot a similar case communicated by mr stellar vicar of glein also related to a poacher numerous thefts of game had taken place for some years in a certain part of the country and the bell-ringer of a little church was suspected no proof however could ever be obtained the most minute searches in his house being without result it was only after his death that his gun and accessories were discovered hidden under the high altar of the church where no one seems to have thought of looking End of section 23